You're listening to the Sportsman's Empire Podcast Network brought to you by Full Sneak Gear. Check out their entire lineup at fullsneakgear.com. Also be sure to check out our entire stable of podcasts at sportsmansempire.com. New from Moultrie Mobile, the Feed Hub offers first-of-its-kind cellular connection and control for nearly any spin cast feeder on the market. When used with the Moultrie Mobile app, you can monitor feed and battery levels, run feeders on demand, receive alerts when feeders are clogged, and remotely adjust feeding times. The Feed Hub is ideal for anyone who maintains feeders. Remove the guesswork and save time by planning feeder maintenance before you drive to your hunting property. For more information, visit MoultrieMobile.com. The first question from live is if you had to choose between paintballing or laser tag, go. Paintball. paintball. I want my friends to feel paintball. pain. Yeah. Paintball. 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 Easy question. Wintertime paintball. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, yeah, dude. We used to play. Gosh. I've got a scar on this arm because we used to get Tipman 98s. We'd crank them like way up <laughs> and uh, then shoot each other at point blank range. Yeah. That's smart. My, my, my cousin, who's definitely not the uh, most blessed in the uh, brain genes, um, he put on <laughs> AKA dumb. <laughs> yeah, I would tell him to soften that blow. Yeah. He, uh, he, he, I remember the first time he ever played with us, he had one of those little Walmart talons, the uh -huh. pumps that you could get that ran off the little CO2 cans. And I remember him putting on safety glasses to play. Oh, it was yeah. so stupid. I, I just remember like, it was one of those long woods games where we played for a long time. There's a lot of like lurking in the woods. It's 30 minute game or something. And then his head just popped up over a log <laughs> and my cousin just went, <laughs> that was the game. That was like he was out. Yep. <laughs> right in the forehead though. He was wearing the safety goggles and it hit him right in the forehead. Oh. There's no way that felt good. Sometimes well the the goggles would hurt, but like if you're wearing the full paintball like face shield mask or whatever and you get yeah. hit in those, like you're tasting paint for the oh, next yeah, couple hours. Yeah. But like it didn't hurt. No. You know? It's yeah. more like no. shocking. Like you yeah. get hit, you're like <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I used to love paintball. Did you guys ever go to the asylum place? Oh, yeah. Uh there's a place here in Louisville where you can go and it's it's like a World War II event right there's like a war, it's like a war scene there's all these cars and uh stuff you can hide in it's really fun we should go as a team that yeah that should be, be a, a good team thing. It, it, it sucks when you get in there with some of those really talented guys though that just come in like they got the know. rocking triggers or whatever <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so well i didn't expect to talk about that yeah. uh but anyways good question fun <laughs> question um so this weekend i think we had a lot of stuff going on uh I'll go Easy first boys. before uh, – I know Braden's got, like, probably the best story, most successful story here. Uh, I, I did a camp out, so that was fun. Cub Scout camp out. It's, like, one of my favorite things of the year that at this point. Uh, it's finally given me an excuse to start camping again. Did you get the official shirt? Oh, uh, man, I went to get it, and uh, the – I don't know if you've ever bought a Cub Scout shirt, but, like, you, they have all the patches and everything had to go on them. And they didn't have any that were ready, and it was going to be, like, three days. Uh, so I'll just have to go back and get it. But, yeah, I've got to I've got to up my game at this point because they're – you know, den leader and uh, one of the three guys kind of helping coordinate the whole thing now. So when we do, we did a recruitment event the other day, and I felt like a, a little bit of a weirdo because like I didn't look like a, I was just hanging out at the Boy Scouts table instead of <laughs> yeah. repping the Boy Scouts. Yeah. So this bald guy hanging out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The progressive no. den leader. Yeah. So <laughs> I needed. Feel right. <laughs> I needed to. I need a little more uh, swag to represent. But no, we got all of my son's stuff and. And we had a great time. I'm gonna get you a custom walking stick for Christmas. Yes. You'll you'll just appreciate. Uh, he. We're finally to the point where they're starting to learn knots. 
Mm-hmm. And and you know I'm not the best not guy, so I was like, I need this. My son was even making fun of me. He's like, he's like, yeah, Dad, you you had to get Troy's help on some of the knots we were learning. <laughs> Troy's one of the uh, den leaders that is also has a son with mine, and so I was like, yes, sir, I'm gonna be learning right here with you. Yeah, makes it, it makes it fun. Yeah, yeah. What'd you guys do? What'd you do? Well, I got out and hunted Friday afternoon. Um, you know, cold front coming in this weekend. I was kind of on the the leading edge of that. It wasn't really getting cold yet, but I went out in my turkey pants and found out real quick that that perforated crotch when the temperature <laughs> starts going in the 50s was not dressed appropriately. Yeah. So not the perforated crotch. I thought you were into that. I got a little chi- – usually it would be a relief, but it was a little chilly. So um, it was kind of a, a longer hunt because, you know, you start getting cold, the t- clock just runs by slow. Yeah. I'm in a corner of a field. That camera has a bunch of doe and fawn action on it. I was just ready to take a doe, get some meat, and didn't see a deer. Didn't see a deer, saw a couple raccoons and a possum that I thought was two deer. I drew back on and actually had to turn around the tree. on a possum. Yeah. Well, because I didn't see him. He played dead immediately. (laughs) Where where he was coming or she. I got you, bro. It was, I mean, it was like a two yard shot. I was going to be shooting straight down. I don't know if I should have taken it on a deer, but I. I had a small window, so I had to go ahead and draw. Yeah, it was a possum. It's a real it small a window. Yeah, really. <laughs> so, uh, target in a small window. Those dude, the are... raccoon was crazy. It kept coming back to, like, investigate me. Yeah. Because it's all my sticks and stuff. It kept coming over this log. And like, where's he at? They're pretty curious. They're curious yeah. little creatures, yeah. So, yeah, I didn't didn't see a deer. Waited till dark. After talking to Larson, he was like, based on your scenario, I'd wait till, like, an hour after dark to come out to give them a chance to, like, get bedded and calm down they don't seem to blow out as bad so i waited forever to get down out of the tree and it's this bright moon it's almost a full moon it's completely bright outside get all my stuff together start walking out and i come around the you know the back pond mm-hmm. back in the property mm-hmm. and i hear a deer jump up and bolt through the woods i'm like where did it come in it had to have come in through the neighbor's property like right to its bedding spot um that was that was really the only action get up to the truck my mother-in-law is driving my <coughs> sister-in-law's van because the kids are over there and she's sitting in the driveway with the lights on I'm like this is really weird it's you know almost nine o'clock what's going on she gets out and she goes i hit a deer did you see my text i hit a deer i'm like no i didn't see this like i'm out here waiting to find deer and she's driving along pops on. Like, i'm just gonna start hunting with my truck like, has your mother-in-law tagged all of her equipment in her gearbox <laughs> on go out yeah, yeah. yeah. She's Toyota like, Honda, Honda. <laughs> 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 no, yeah so uh i went by to check it out it was like a little little yearling small you didn't eat it no oh, you're not supposed to you're you're not supposed to in Kentucky. You have to call in a tag. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you have to blow a tag on it. I have done that before I totally would with an that. injured deer. A little yearling, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that was – I've <laughs> processed two roadkill deer, actually, in my day. Uh, they're small. My brother-in-law was the state trooper and yeah. um, would, would often come on these scenes, and we would end up with a deer in the at, at the house and need help packaging it up. That was the guy that knew how to cut them up, so – is that, that, like, pretty a gnarly thing to do just because, like, it seems like it'd be smushed? Like, well, you no, just, just tenderizes. It just tenderizes, it just tenderizes those hands, man. Okay. Well, uh, and if no, it was the head that took the impact, you're, yeah, you don't, you, you don't process the part <coughs> that necessarily got yeah. hit. Yeah, but. I mean, it's just like, uh, I mean, like, a broadhead obviously does trauma. Gunshots mm-hmm. do trauma. It honestly can look really similar because hmm. a lot of that is not just from the damage of the cut. It's the... You know, all I'm, I'm not a you're you're the closer to the medical professional here, but I mean, there, there's like 
around the wound yeah. is going to be bloody like as if it got shot by a thirty out six. I mean, yeah. that's what it huh. – one of the times I did it, it looked like it had been shot because of all the uh, the clotting that starts to happen there. Yeah. And so you just – like Derek said, you just don't eat that part. Yeah. We okay. ate a lot of roadkill deer in college. Yeah. Buddy's right. dad was like the guy for his county that would like go – clean all that up and like he'd get calls like immediately like hey someone just hit a deer well, so it's, it's not hot, like he's out there he's like scooping there. up well like, and it's cold if it's cold too it's yeah. like a totally yeah. different thing yeah. there's a really weird story if anybody looks at, wants to look at this up on youtube uh not a weird story i shouldn't say this uh there's an interesting story on youtube that vice did about the guy that eats roadkill mm-hmm. and he he goes around and he finds all kinds of different animals like he i think he on that show he eats like a badger stew with the guy from vice mm-hmm. but uh-huh. he, he he's got into taxidermy this way he would find a roadkill animal and he'd started use, uh, p- processing the meat. And then all of a sudden he's like, I wonder if this tastes good. Yeah. And I think this was in Canada. So mm-hmm. everything's frozen, you know, mm-hmm. when, yeah. when he finds them. But, uh, yeah, it's a, it's actually a really interesting, maybe 12 minute video you can find on YouTube. If you search guy who eats roadkill vice, <laughs> that's how, uh, that's how Dahmer got into killing and eating people. I haven't, I haven't he started uh, with uh, roadkill. Yeah. I mean, interesting. You'd know. walk around with trash bags in his pocket on thanks, the way home. Thanks for making this weird. I haven't watched Dahmer the Dahmer. I, I, all right. So, uh, <laughs> sounds like extent of this side of the table's activity. I'll kick it over to Derek. I don't know what Derek got into this weekend. Uh, not a whole lot. Hunt it Friday in the morning and then worked here that afternoon. Um, my hunt Friday morning was good just because I won't go into details, but I've been down for close to three weeks with an ankle injury. And I thought I thought you said it was syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> down and out with syphilis. <laughs> good one. No. <laughs> no. I misunderstood the text. Yeah, my yeah. bad. <laughs> that was a typo. My bad. Sprained ankle. Typo. <laughs> <laughs> But From sprained ankle. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe that was the O2 guys. Yeah, yeah. probably those guys. Possible, yeah. more than likely. If uh, if the the debauchery that gets shared in text with those guys. Oh, yeah. that, Shout that out to Paul thread. Andrew. Yeah, that oh, thread's yeah. wild. It's good. Um, but no, so it was good just to get out Friday. Um, you know, now that I just to be there. Yeah, I haven't even gotten to that point yet. I, this is literally shaping up to be my worst year. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to try to just stack them up in the late season. The like way it'll like go, the hunts, not the – I mean, hopefully some deer, but – Yeah, the way it'll go, you'll get up one time and see a booner and shoot it just I mean, this year. Like, dude, I'm, I <laughs> don't even – yeah, After last year, I just need a forky to be like yeah. double my uh, <laughs> <laughs> Double your <laughs> – <laughs> Double your score. Yeah. <laughs> so – no, score? I need two. some forks to go with those chopsticks. Oh, I yeah, that'd year. be great. But, no, Full I'm set. similar to like what you're talking about. Like, since I did kind of have to miss the beginning of our season here with archery, like, I'm going to hit the rest of this month as hard as I can. I already got, like, my little one-man tent, sleeping bag, everything, some freeze-dried meals, jet boil, everything's in the truck, and I'm just going to, like, go live in my property, basically. All right, so if you buy anything from us late season, give us an extra day or two is what we're, what we're <laughs> I'll here. Be, I'll be Derek's here. I'll still be here. Rock somewhere. Yeah. 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 All right, perfect. No, nah, I'll still be here. But, yeah, hunt it Friday morning, and then came in and shipped orders Friday afternoon. Um, and then I worked fire department Saturday, so didn't get to do anything then. And then yesterday, I guess the only hunting-related thing is uh, the old mud hen. She's been uh, – if if people don't know, the mud hen's my little hunting boat that I'll post about a lot and go wild, especially during duck season. But um, it's been in, at my buddy's shop for a while because the motor just wasn't running right, and he finally called. He's like, hey, dude, I we can't fix it. it. Only one cylinder's firing, and he knows what he's talking about. He's like, I can fix this, but this motor's so yeah, obsolete, like you don't want to. we can't yeah. find the part. Oh, um, yeah. that sucks. So... If anyone out there has a newer 9.9 or even a 15, we think the transom could probably hold a 15. Um, 
Well, you're gonna let be, me know. You're gonna be paddling that thing this year. Uh, for now, it's looking like we're gonna be doing a lot of kayak hunts. Okay. For, um, throw a troll. In the I got a new troll. It's got a troller, <laughs> so we could do that. That's yeah. always an option too. Yeah, that's not the mm-hmm. worst thing. I I got a new trolling motor if you need one too. Okay. Yeah. No, I mean we're we're not without the boat, so to speak. We just don't yeah. have the outboard. So I I gave my sister like a thirty year old trolling motor, and um, she recently was giving it back and it, she brought back a brand new one <laughs> and i was like that's this not the, the trolling motor i gave you she's okay. like well i don't care we don't have the boat anymore so that's the one you're getting i'm like this is great that's Thank called you. interest baby yeah. <laughs> yeah. it sounds like kind of like what you told me when we drew that duck hunt or whatever mm-hmm. you're like i was like what shotgun should i bring he said don't bring one that you're not <laughs> willing to paddle the boat with yeah <laughs> so <laughs> we might actually be paddling the boat with shotguns yeah i love yeah. it so well, Braden, i feel like you're the we're saving the best for last year because yeah. you're the one that got out with your uh, very interesting coat here Oh, um, yes. Yeah. Are we going to be selling those? I don't know. It I mean, should be. Uh, yeah. Badlands. Bad, yeah. bringing Badlands yeah. in here soon. So I feel like I got to get this leopard thing. It, yeah, it like probably doesn't smell good. I've worn it for like four very, days because it's my new favorite piece of clothing. Like, <laughs> dude, I, I bought it a size too big and it's just like I, super uh, comfy. I smell more like butt on Sunday morning than I have <laughs> in all of 2022. Like that camp out was, I don't know what happened, but mm-hmm. I came home and it was awful. Mm-hmm. And my wife, um, Worked the night before, so she was asleep in in our room, so I couldn't get to the shower, so I had to suffer in it for a few hours, because um, that's where all my clothes were. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. So, yeah. anyways, uh, yeah. Before we talk about my uh, mud butt, you had the mud <laughs> hen. Now we had mud butt. Yep. Let's hear what you got, Braden. Yeah, I've uh, I've hunted like several times before, like between last uncensored and uncensored and this uncensored. Like, got out on some private and saw like thirteen deer one day. And then, like, had our whole big weekend um, hunting trips. Um, got out and, like, we were tra- we were trying to make a decision on where to go based on the wind. And that's something that, like, legitimately, like, go wild. That's probably the, m- the most helpful go wild has been, like, on a tactical level for me. Um, we're, like, making a post, asking a question about, like, how the wind should affect your sit and how it affects deer movement and, like, thinking through all those things and, like, really breaking down topography and a map. and So you posted that on Go Wild as a question you got yeah. good answers? Yeah, my question was, like, in relation specifically to Hurricane Ian and how, like, a big storm okay. down south can impact, like, the weather and deer movement up north. Um, that was when that, you had that buck. Can I say that you had a buck? I, I, I never know what we're sharing. Uh, yeah, I shared that one. Okay, so I thought I saw I that a, somewhere. I had a ten point sleep in front of myself. That had never been there, right? Never been. We we've got pictures of of a bunch of deer out there, but had never seen this one before, and that really raised the question to me of like he was facing a direction the deer don't normally come. Yeah, which is a new thing too that I learned where. Mike Larson said, like, if you ever get a deer on camera, you can learn a lot more than just, like, taking inventory. Like, what direction did they come from? Hmm. What direction were they facing? What was the moon phase and what was the wind when he came through and all this stuff? So, like, you can piece together, like, they're going to be moving in this direction based off of these factors. Do you remember Maverick Bomber's company that he was trying to build? Um, gosh, I can't remember the name of it, but he was trying to build the data to tie in what Braden's talking yes. about. Uh, this was an early Go Wild partner that I worked with. Uh, hunt perfect or something or hunt uh i can't remember but the guy's thesis was tying in the data Mm -hmm. then you could start to tag the deer and he was Mm -hmm. tying in the weather and what brought them in Mm -hmm. that way you could look ahead at what the barometric pressure was going to be barometric pressure yeah yeah, and 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 the moon phase and stuff like that to see when that deer might come back 
Yeah. It was a really cool mm-hmm. thesis. I don't know if Maverick's doing that or not yeah. uh, anymore. He's he's a super smart engineer who kind of built this whole thing. Huh. Uh, bootstrap. Sorry, I'm robbing from your story, but no, you're good. His That's whole his whole business model was trying to you know be, help people identify yeah. when these deer might be coming back through based on weather projections. Yeah, and and really the way we had been thinking about like the wind and weather and moon phases and stuff like that was based on spots. So like, okay, we're gonna hunt this spot during this climate or that spot during that climate, and a lot of them were set up for like southwest wind and you know all this stuff that's like that's the prevailing wind in a lot of our spots and so we were kind of like trying to decide and uh, we had a north northwest wind and we found this place um, over in another piece of public we're like okay cool we're gonna go here and then the more like me and Phil talked about it is like dude we need to go where the deer are not where they should be and make this spot work like we hear that quote that's 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 old (laughs) Frederick Bear and so we like ultimately we're like okay because we had been so careful with that spot and some other folks had kind of challenged us like dude it's it's public land you just need to get out there like they're there you need to find a spot and so we ultimately found this creek bottom um that just looked great um you know not not like the easiest access we thought um but then we started getting back there and like there's all of a sudden all these logging roads and all these like other features that add to you know making it a great deer spot and i don't i'm not going to go into like each hunt because we don't have time here but we hunted it like three or four times um and i had about 12 minutes to run your story here yeah okay so we i once one sit i had a gigantic 10 point um buck like it wasn't just like big body i mean the antlers on this thing is this one of the ones you've seen no so that was another thing is this is one that we had never seen before i mean it's very close to were you about to say have big bases yeah like very very thick and that's the biggest deer i've ever seen in person Uh, i mean it was gigantic the problem was like i had set up to be basically facing a ridge like a big hill and the theory was like they were going to move around the base of the hill well we didn't know this but there was all these logging roads cut since we had been back there and so like that that wasn't accounted for in our plan and i actually walked over a logging road road multiple times in the dark not knowing that i did so um the the ultimate plan we landed on was dude we need to hunt these logging roads because this thing was clearly moving on a logging road because it snuck in dead silent um like did not hear him until he was like 15 yards from my stand and yeah, deer are lazy they're gonna take the easiest path on a lot of those yeah. logging roads are also, obviously yeah exactly yeah, and they're also just super silent yeah, yeah. and well yeah and like phil was even saying like some deer will take one step and wait 10 minutes to take the next one like Mm -hmm. if they're if they're real cautious like they'll move and you won't know it and there was even leaves on the ground and stuff so um props to this deer for i mean that's that's probably why he's a big guy you you hear squirrels and it's (laughs) like they're kung fu fighting yeah and you always assume it's a deer but really in reality the deer never sound like that very rarely will a buck come crashing in like you think they're going something spooked it that's the only time i've really heard every once in a while if they're dogging if they're dogging a doe or something i've seen them do it like they'll come thrashing in like that but like this time of year definitely not definitely not know. right now but you always in your head yeah you just got this like majestic <sighs> image it's gonna come <laughs> yeah. in it's gonna start you know just shredding trees yeah. it's not what happens it burns me every why once do we in a do while, that especially when i've been hunting for a long like deep into the season oh like, you just I'll hear something it. and i'm like it's a squirrel i'm it's not even gonna get you know yeah. and then i look and i'm like nope nope that's not a squirrel. yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep. yeah eventually yeah you see that might be the benefit where i don't get to hunt mm-hmm. uh don't get as complacent. much i won't get complacent <laughs> yeah. i won't i won't i won't start assuming it's squirrels yeah, yeah. 
yeah and so he like this guy snuck in on me and like literally by the time i like looked over he's i mean staring right at my tree not at me like he yeah. didn't win me or didn't know i was there but like i had no chance to like he was draw like Dude, or look at be- that badlands coat yeah really. <laughs> <laughs> thing looks soft is that warm <laughs> and uh and so he like in the the angle like just no shot i mean looking directly at me so i was like okay well he's walking on a path and if he goes right he's gonna go broadside and i'm gonna smoke him this is gonna be crazy well he goes left of course and right to the logging road and out so, of your life forever out of my life he's forever clearly on clearly been road. listening to this podcast and knew what you wanted he's yeah. heard all your planning yep. yep so i just watched the biggest deer i've ever seen just walk away with no chance behind a bunch of stuff I, I did not have a safe shot so i was like okay um so i text you know phil and he was he was down kind of that direction i was like bro if you see a logging road over there like keep your eye on it because there is a monster coming your way and apparently he never saw it um he's he saw a few bucks over there they were just younger and small and he never got a shot um i think they're all like of the four key variety so um Anyway, like we, we kind of adjusted our strategy and started setting up on the logging roads and um, eventually just had like after a long sit of hearing tons of squirrels and stuff like that, um, I was literally like there. I was laughing because that is exactly what happened to me. It's like I'm hearing squirrels fighting and I keep texting Phil like I've got a, I've got a bug behind me. You know, It's a freaking squirrel and I got to tell him squirrel. I did it like three <laughs> or four times. So I was like, I'm tired of crying wolf here and I hear um you know just tons of squirrels around me and stuff and then all of a sudden i hear a doe blow like 150 200 yards like um i guess that would have been like uh east and so i was like what the heck uh that's i hope that's not us i'm texting phil like is there a chance that's you know she winded us that far away it's a squirrel (laughs) it's a squirrel Squirrel blowing blowing. Yeah. yeah no um it was it was definitely dope. he's like i heard that too he's like that can't be us like the wind's going this way there's no way and she's like she got spooked by something else and he was like keep your eye out and i thought he was just like generally like encouraging me to keep my eye out and what he meant was like you know that could scare deer our way or that could be like she was blowing at like a buck they will blow yeah so say especially just got a fawn with it yeah <clears throat> and um Sure enough, I hear some crashing in the woods. I'm like, ah, squirrel. And I just so happened to be like, that's kind of the direction I had set up to be like looking that way. So my I had my eye out. And all of a sudden, I just see this monster, for me, monster buck. And uh, Well, in your defense, though, this is a big body. Yeah, it's yeah, a, it is big, a big, big body. Deer. You sent me yeah. that picture, and I'm like, my God. Yeah, the man. genetics in that area. You didn't weigh it, did you? Did the, Not yet. I'll, okay. I, 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 I think the processor is going to call me tonight. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, oh, I guess we just kind of told where this is going. Sorry. Well, you already <laughs> said. It. Yeah. And so um, he kind of like started moving my direction, and the way I was set up, I was like, "I've seen these deer move. He's coming across the logging road. Yeah. Like I, I guarantee he's coming across the logging road." So I started picking out trees that, like, okay, if he starts taking this path, like, and his head gets behind that tree right there, um, you know, he's the the easiest way to cross the road is probably right there. So I go ahead and position myself to like get my bow like in the spot that I'm I'm going to draw and then I'm just sitting there I'm I was kind of like this just sitting was there Was your bow hanging like you had it set up or had you already gotten it So it was hanging um until I saw him Okay So So how yeah. far was he at that point 
Uh, probably like 80. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So far enough to where you were confident. I was just curious, like if he snuck up on you, because mm-hmm. that's sometimes, that's sometimes that's why I don't like to leave my bow hanging like you guys mm-hmm. do. Like mm-hmm. a lot of times I'll sit a lot of times ready to rock and roll mm-hmm. because I'm afraid of getting, I've been busted so many times mm-hmm. trying to get to my bow or gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I did the same thing I did with my draw was like, I watched him like put his head behind, um, you know, yeah. a, a tree yeah. and I was like, okay, grab the yeah, bow yeah. and then just sat very still and just like watched with my eyes and then like planned out where I thought he was going to roll and like just I think from just watching deer from all these different sets I finally like I, I could kind of guess a little bit Piecing of like the puzzle together yeah man yeah. and like knowing where the wind was and all this stuff like okay cool like he's going to roll through there and like I mean for once followed the plan and like went right behind the tree I was hoping he would go behind Drew and held much longer than I was hoping to. <laughs> um, Probably felt longer than it really yeah, was. Yeah, so I had, like, ranged all those trees in the area, and so I knew he was roughly 30 yards, um, and it ended up being 27. So I was like, okay. I was uh, proud of that, yeah. you know. And uh, so he, he goes behind the tree. I draw. There was a log that he had to step over, so he kind of took one step, two step, and I was like, once his third leg or fourth leg gets over that log, he'll be – a little quarter to basically broadside um and just on that logging road freaking smoked him let it go and um it got weird after that because it hit and for someone like me this is my first like archery kill ever uh not first archery buck first archery kill and congratulations well, yeah dude and yeah. so it goes in and all of a sudden <clears throat> i see the arrow which the end of my arrow is like highlighter green okay so like it's you you see it very clearly and it like like kind of flips and like flies over like over the deer basically and so i was like okay it broke it blew up i missed i hit the tree and it blew up you know something or maybe i drilled the shoulder and knocked you know a few inches off the arrow into his shoulder or something and but i saw the deer get smoked and then like heard pop and then saw his left leg go up and kind of jump, which all of those are great signs like that to be looking for, you know, and he just barrels into the woods. And then I see the arrow kind of do that crazy thing. And I was like, Oh, I, that's so confusing because I'm yeah. like, I'm trying to make sense of all this. And then he barrels downhill and just absolute like loudest thing I've ever heard in the woods. <laughs> go, 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 go. Like piles up. And we're like, uh, or I'm like, Phil's far away at this point. I'm like, uh, this is so many mixed signals here. Yeah. I'm not going to get excited, but like, I mean, obviously my heart rate, I'm shaking, you know, mm-hmm. um, just to like be that close to a deer, like it, it gets me going. <laughs> and, uh, so I wait, I, I call Phil. I'm like, dude, I just shot a bug. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, all right, I shot at him. Like this weird thing happened with the arrow. And he's like, did you not hear that thing pile up? He's like, I heard it all happen. He's like, you had to have taken a good shot. Yeah. I was like, I mean, it's, it's about the boundary of as far as I want to shoot. Um, you know, I, I felt pretty good about it, but he's like, dude, that thing, I think that thing's dead down there. And I'm like, I'm not going to get excited yet. Let's go yeah. check out the scene of the crime. He's like, sit, sit there for just a minute. He's like, go ahead and get down. And then we're going to go check out the scene of the crime and see, you know, what, what the deal is. Get over there and uh, pick up the arrow and it's, you know, just broken like what i thought to be like in half but in the moment i'm like i don't know if that's three inches off of it or 12 or what just because like and uh so we compare it to another arrow and it's 12 inches i mean 
12 inches and I'm looking at the arrow there's like three drops of blood and hair so I'm like okay so we I hit the deer like it's possible I you know smoked his leg or something like that and um, basically like the conclusion we come to is that the arrow went in just absolutely mushed the front shoulder and then hit the other shoulder blade and yeah. he went to run that snapped left it. leg snapped the arrow <clears throat> off in him and then as we're blood tracking i found the other side of the arrow so like with the broadhead and everything you know all probably kind of hanging out, out and mm-hmm. falling through and so then all of a sudden the blood trail got like yeah, a lot more had extra, obvious yeah. and two holes is better than one in that yep. situation so um finally like getting down to the bottom of the creek we're tracking and there he was and the reason it was so loud is he ran into like a gigantic downed tree like from logging obviously and just like twisted and mangled himself all up into this tree and so it was like not the easiest getting him out of there um and there was like down in a creek so i was like pulling him uphill and then oh dude that's tough but yeah so gutted him there field dressed him all that um like 99 percent myself uh i actually had trouble with the butthole mm-hmm. um, yeah. of all things so the knife we were using we're was just gonna clip that part out yeah. that's our snippet <laughs> right there <laughs> the yeah. i told phil i mutilated the butthole you so gotta like, have a good sharp be, knife it, man yeah well it was a havlon it's a sharp knife the yeah. problem was it wasn't long enough so I was uh, the butthole or the uh but yeah so you know got i'm glad you didn't call me for tips on how to take care of that because i would have taken you down a path no i know i know that's why you didn't talk to in that situation yeah i'm not calling jacob um and so yeah it was it was cool and you know a humbling experience you know field dressing a a deer myself you know like it it's just so much i didn't know uh, phil's talking me through it did you save any organ meat I knew you were going to give me crap on this. So I saved the heart and like planned to take it out. Um, but in the drag, I, I didn't, I, so we hiked out and took all of our stuff and I didn't bring another bag in. So I would have been just like palming a heart trying to drag this deer. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I, yeah, so I gave the. You just put it in your pocket. Yeah, yeah. After you got it, put all the good stuff back in. Oh yeah, I forgot it is in my pocket. Coyotes are really happy you left it for. Well, that's all I wanted to. I really like heart. Um, but anyway, so drug it out and. Well, on the next one, liver and heart. Yep. Uh, the and Derek saves even beyond. Kidneys and tongue also. Yeah, tongue, tongue for sure. Yeah, yeah. So I'll be mounting this one. Um, getting it caved. It's a seven point. Um, big old. First body, body man, you got to. Yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah, it's great. I I was proud of you. Uh, yeah, thanks, man. It was a big body, yeah, thing too. And from old. a stand, like seeing that, you know, um, it's tough until you've seen a ton of deer to yeah. gauge a rack. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, on a body that big, too, I'm sure he looked like an absolute, like, freak coming well, through. Well, so you I got pictures of a very similar yeah. deer that's incredibly tall. And so mm-hmm. the angle he came in, that his he is pretty tall. Yeah, his, tall. His, yeah. yeah his tines so, look. I thought he was like this 11 point. That we Dude, I've been there. <laughs> I, pa- I passed on a, a 10 or 11 last year thinking it was an 8. You yeah. know, it's Dude, like it's it happens that it's amazing what the, the chemicals start pumping yep. through your body. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Boom, right. so, but yeah, it That's, was, it was, I mean, I'm over the moon about the size of it. Oh, so. yeah. I wish we could talk more about it, but we're at time. Congrats on your buck. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah, buddy, I can't congrats, wait to see man. what, uh, you know, I know you got a, uh, more season ahead. So yeah, man. looking forward to more of these stories. We got Definitely. Braden Ware, Derek Tolls, Jacob Knight, and Brad Luttrell. Thanks, y'all. See you. See you.